Hey Pod People, I'm Benjamin Alaco. And I'm Carrie. And this is Last, Last Year's Horror. Horror. It's the horror movie podcast that's always a year behind. This episode, we're discussing a movie that reminds us that all those conspiracy theories you've been hearing about that other political party, guess what? They're all true. I don't like that. All of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, we're talking about The Hunt. The Hunt was written by Nick Cuse and Damon Lindelof and directed by Craig Zobel. It stars Betty Gilpin, Hilary Swank, and features a whole slew of others, including Emma Roberts, Ethan Soupley, Wayne Duvall, Ike Barinholtz, and many more. Originally slated for release on September 27th of 2019, after a whole lot of controversy, including disparaging remarks from then-President Donald Trump and a number of right-wing media outlets for a supposed bias against conservatism, it was removed from Universal Pictures' release schedule entirely until it was finally released in 2020 on March 13th. Don't they know they're making fun of everyone? Whatever. Oh, man, we got it. We're going to have to talk about it. Okay, all right. If it's not this year's, it must be last year's horror. Horror. It was a horrible year, but have no fear, it's just horror that we're talking about. Because if it's not this year's, it must be last year's horror. Horror. And if it is this year's, we'll talk about it next year on last year's horror. And we're back. And our guest this episode is... I always want to say super special friend, and I'm like, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> I'll take the title, though. <laughs> My super special friend, TJ. Yay! Welcome back. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, me Woo-hoo. too. Just me. Ben's not. Uh, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling okay about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty neutral. It's fine. <laughs> so how's it going, TJ? Oh, you know, it's going. Living in the panorama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, So uh, did you see this movie when it came out or was this a recent watch for you? This was a recent watch for me. Yeah. Us too. Yep. And and this like, I feel like that's going to be the norm for this because this came out. As, a, as I said, March 13th, which was, I want to say, right when everything was getting shut down in the U.S. Yeah. for COVID. Yeah, it kind of hit the fan. Yeah, it, it really did. It was exactly this time. And so I'll, I'll get into the box office numbers later, but they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know. Spoiler I, alert. <laughs> they're not good. Yeah. But I don't think it has anything to do with the movie or people's interest in the movie. I think just we're going to have to find a better way to figure out if a movie was successful or not yeah yeah right well this was like a or last year was a weird year yeah i feel like it doesn't count it just yeah. doesn't count well that's what i mean is like congratulations how you... tj we got a whole year back <laughs> oh that, that you're just saying in general that yeah, it doesn't just... count okay all right yeah i'm down with that yeah, yeah. okay does that mean my recent birthday doesn't count and yeah. i i get to reset yeah oh that's awesome yeah. okay cool 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 yeah I Everyone, you back. gained an extra year of life. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, it, it's just like daylight savings, but like a lot more, you know, t- turning the clock back. So we'll start with our brief round of spoiler-free reviews. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, no worries, but you really should go watch it. Yeah. And uh, Benjamin, you can go first. Oh boy, such pressure. Okay. This movie is phenomenal. It's super funny. It is satirical. It was blown out of proportion before it came out, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning. And it's just a fun movie that skewers both sides of the political spectrum. 
I think more than anything, it's just having fun with politics in general. I don't think it's particularly messagey, but I think there is stuff that you could find in here. There's a lot of violence, a lot of gore, a lot of deaths that we'll get into when we move beyond the spoiler wall because I have so many thoughts about like how this opens and where it goes. And I just love it. I think it's just... I said this over and over again. I'm going to keep saying it. It's just so much fun. So highly recommend this movie. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, I also loved it. I thought it was hilarious. The gore was awesome. Mm-hmm. Loved that part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever you get to see guts and they look realistic, that's always <laughs> a great time. Yep. And yeah, and I loved the... Uh, I guess kind of surprise factor at the big names that are in it that yeah. don't necessarily stick around for very yeah. long. Yeah. Definitely. Slightly spoilerly, <laughs> but you know, yeah. new yeah. word. It's fine. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. Um, I liked it a lot. What if I was like, no, I hated this movie. <laughs> well, we watched it together, so I I would know that that's a lie. No, I liked it a lot. Um, I absolutely love the main character Betty Gilpin slash Her, yeah that yeah actor. who it, depending on what side you're on, maybe the villain, maybe <laughs> I don't know, but I love her, and um, I kind of want to be her, and yeah. um. I'm a little bit glad that you're not her because yeah, she's, she's a, a little, bit extreme. She's a little cray cray. No, a she's bit. a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> no. But I loved her. Like as soon as we saw her, I was like, "This is my bitch. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for her to destroy people." For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved pretty much all the actors that were in this. Uh, like TJ said, some of them were very surprising. Had your boy, uh, was it Ike? Was Ike he, was your boy? Yeah, my boy. And I think uh, was it Ethan, Ethan. Supley yep. or Supley? I'm not sure how to say that, yep. but yeah. My name's Earl. Yep, my name. He was the brother, and I didn't believe you at first. I was like, "That's not him." <laughs> he was he was trying to argue with me about my celeb knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize him like in profile. I was like, "We haven't even seen that guy's face," and you're like, oh, "It's him." <laughs> <laughs> when you know, you know. I was like, whoa. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked this movie. I thought it was clever. Um, I liked how they made fun of everyone. Yeah. Because, yes. I mean, I think if you're going to make fun of someone, you have to make fun of yourself as well. Sort of totally. thing. Yeah. So, yeah, two thumbs way, 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 way up. Yeah. I think we we watched a little bit of like one of the making of things and one of the things that I think the I think it was the director had said was he wanted to make the kind of movie where it could be about nothing <laughs> or totally. or you could have a big in-depth conversation about it afterwards if you want. So you could turn to your friend and basically say like, "So, what'd you think?" And they'd be like, "Yes, yeah, it was good. Well, let's go get some pizza." Right. Or <laughs> or you could say, "You know, wow, I can't believe that uh they're pointing out all these contradictions and everything with the political spectrum and how we're all just fighting all the time and isn't that a shame and i'm like yeah i i I feel like it totally accomplishes that goal of it is both a a movie about nothing and just really fun and skewering people for fun and it also there's more that you can read into it i think yeah, hundred percent. So now it's time to discuss the movie in detail, which means lots and lots of spoilers. So if you have not seen it, continue at your own risk. But again, highly, highly recommend. And I, and I there's will, a cute pig. 
there is a cute pig and i would also i would recommend people to watch this before they listen because there are some surprise moments in the story that i actually wasn't expecting that i do think this movie's better when you know virtually nothing about it going into it like even who's really the star or main character all that yeah. stuff yeah. yeah yeah oh and it's hilarious do we say it was funny yeah very strong tucker and dale versus evil yes. vibes here yes. like that level of genius horror comedy stuff going on yes yeah so solid all right cool so let's let's move beyond the spoiler wall all right let's dig in even in the very first scene it's it just goes for it balls to the wall yeah like with the comedy with the gore with like everything yeah well i think the first thing we see is the the text thread yes oh that's yeah, gonna yeah come back later. That. but the text thread is also a fake out which is why i said you know, if you're still listening and you haven't watched the movie, what are you doing? Go go watch this. But that it's a fake out because and, and the whole premise is a fake out too, because you think that it's these elitist liberal people who are, you know, powerful and they do this all the time, and that's the whole premise of the movie is they hunt, you know, conservatives for sport. But then it turns out that they <laughs> everything comes from a that thread, which was a joke, which is I think that's where like the commentary for me kind of comes in with yeah, Brody. Definitely. So the thing that I found interesting going off what you're saying is how that's totally relatable to like everyone. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you make a joke and then you're like, oh, that's super fucked up. But if it really happened, I would be in right. so much trouble. It's like when you're a kid and you threaten to beat someone up and then you get sent to the principal's office right. and they're like, you can't threaten people. And I was like, well, that's a joke. But (laughs) it's like real consequences. Yeah. Well, so it comes out of this joke, but I I feel like the commentary there, too, as as she says at the end, as I think Hillary Swank, I don't know, in their fight scene at the end, both of them are kind of going back and forth, but that it came out of a joke. They and, and Hillary Swank says that, you know, it was the conservatives who took that joke and made it real. And she's like, you made it real. And and Betty Gilpin's character is like, but you're the ones who are doing it. Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. So I think, you know, the it's not the deepest commentary, but I feel like it's saying everyone is responsible for the shit storm that we are in politically right. and socially. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of disturbing how it continually happens throughout history, like depending on where you are. Because I'm reading a book about witchcraft in early america Mm -hmm. and it's like the same thing like they're just finding people they consider witches who are usually just single old women just throwing that out there anyway you make things up you make things happen is what i'm saying yeah it's that self-fulfilling prophecy yeah yeah yeah. i was wondering where you were going with that because i was like there's no witches in this <laughs> but yeah, like they find the thing to They find it. They're so like you, you find the thing to be enraged about. Yeah, so for them it was like, oh, there's a drought. She did it. Like it has to be her. Right. Like, right. Cuz folklore tells us it's her. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Carrie, you kind of mentioned just the opening as well and when we start to get into the action. So there's the guy on the plane that we are immediately introduced to these people brutally murdering this guy because he's he wakes up before he's supposed to yeah i called him drooly drooly (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes but what i like about that too is 
the fake out is really good because they're all so kind of numb and i think they're all basically sociopaths anyway yeah so they just kill this guy and it does seem like they've done this before but we find out later that this is this is the first time but it introduces us to the premise it introduces us to them as you know these psychopaths and sociopaths and i i like how it's one of those movies that doesn't overtly take time to explain yeah oh these people are abducted and they're in the plane and blah blah blah, blah. like it shows us all of that yeah i just really like the storytelling there i was like yeah just right. let us well, go with it yeah they trust us as the audience to be able to put the pieces together exactly yeah yeah i was also gonna have a slight commentary tj and i are huge true crime fans yeah. and uh tj i think you can agree that we both know that crazy people support all parties and yes. political and true story they're like you know you can't judge a crazy person based on their interest we'll right, right, right. That. john wayne gacy was a diehard democrat that's right ted bundy was a republican yep takes all kinds it yes. does we're saying yeah like the opening scene is great it sets us up and like tj said it they trust us as an audience which is awesome yeah but then you're also trying to, like, figure it out as it's going, which is fun. While all this crazy gore is happening, first, like, we all are scared of a giant box in a yeah. field. Yeah. Right. And then, I'm sorry, if there was a pig that came out, I'd be like, I'm happy. I'll see you guys later. I'm just <laughs> hanging out with this pig. <laughs> Whoever put this pig in there, this was a present. This was a gift to us. And we should be grateful for this little piggy. And I would just run away with it. Like, <laughs> see you guys later. Outfit? Like, what yeah. more could oh, yeah. you want? Yeah. I'm like, peace out. I'm hanging out with this pig all day. Yeah, yeah. So it, it starts off with everyone kind of dropped into this moment. And I think it's Emma Roberts. Yeah. Yes. Who, <laughs> yeah, I definitely assumed that she was going to be our main character. She's going to be our final girl. I, I didn't know anything about this and didn't. I kind of forgot that Betty Gilpin was in the trailer, so I, I forgot she was going to be in this. We see her very briefly, but then we follow Emma Roberts, and we're like, okay, you know, this is going to be our stereotypical final girl because she fits right. the bill, yep. you know, horror movie, young girl, whatever. And, and then... Joke yeah, is on us. <laughs> yeah, just gets her head blown off, like, right away. And... It, yeah, the guy's like, reaction to was just like, well, <laughs> fuck. Yep, yep. And then, so it does this several times where it switches to the next person and we kind of follow them. And the thing I love about this as well is everyone that they focus on at first is like, you have reason to believe that they might be the next main character. Right. Like they, they might be the movie's main character. Because first it's her and she's like, you know, classic... Uh, final girl looking and then they go to the next guy and he's like very hunky i think i just described him in my notes as like hunky guy yeah oh wait <laughs> hunky boy um so we go to like hunky boy and i i don't know that actor's name but i was like okay so he you know looks like kind of military or whatever he's gonna be the militant guy or whatever who's gonna fight back and then not so much nope <laughs> <laughs> and his face when he steps on the landmine. Yeah, it's so yes. perfect. <laughs> it's just like, oh fuck. Oh, I just Dead called pan. him. Yep. I just called him guy in my notes. Yeah. Well, I got <laughs> hunky boy. Um, I, I did call the chick with the mullet Montana mullet. 
pretty <laughs> nice. I'm happy with that one. <laughs> they actually have really good names yeah. in this movie. So let me pull it up. <laughs> there is a Don who's just Don, but then the other characters, there's Shut the Fuck Up Gary. That's one of the characters' <laughs> names. Yoga Pants. Yeah, that's Emma. Target. Vanilla Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Big Vanilla Red. Vanilla Nice. <laughs> yeah. Was he uh, the Florida boy with the Florida tattoo? He has to be. Um, he has to be. He was Sturgill Simpson. So which one was Sturgill Simpson? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I thought he was the Florida boy. That's what I called him in okay. my notes. Yeah, I did too. I was like, Florida man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dead Sexy is another one. Um, it's just like, I feel like bandana man there's was it just justice for y'all is that <laughs> well that was just uh the screen yeah, that's name. not her character name but uh but yeah um there's just even in the names i feel like the the writers are just having fun and yeah it comes across definitely yeah but uh we also see like the punji stick uh trap that's, that's like terrifying the, yeah the sticks yeah. that she falls in oh it's terrifying. Yeah. And, then, and then him like pulling her out of it. I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah. girl, you, you yeah. screwed. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Same. And I feel like, too, it's setting up a tone in this beginning, too, that it's not really going for realism at this point. It's just, this is just balls to the wall, like fun, ridiculous gore and action and violence. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm there for it. I, I was like, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, this is the kind of movie we're watching? I am in for <laughs> <Yes>. this. <laughs> I, I do like this other part too where we kind of get the fake out again like you have a feeling when they get to the gas station you're like I know this is part of it like it has to yeah be. totally but then you right. start they questioning get out too easily. yeah you start questioning like maybe it's not right maybe mm -hmm. it's so good mm -hmm. yeah ma and pop I think are the characters who yeah. own it because it's the ma and pop uh, yeah. gas station but but that's also when we start to get their reasoning because mm -hmm. Um, Ike calls nine one one. I don't remember his name, his fake, his act, his character yeah, I can't, name. I'm not sure which one he was. But he calls nine one one. He was and, Staten Island. Yeah, Staten yeah, Island. And so they kind of get in this little argument with. He gets in this little argument with Ma and Pa after calling nine one one, where he's like, "I owe seven guns," and then she's like, "But why?" Why? <laughs> and so you start to get this. You start to understand pretty early on that you they're in it for the the politicalness of right. it. Right. Yeah, and everyone like everyone is intentionally a bit of a caricature, yeah. right? Yes. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I wrote it down because it was so funny when right before Pa kills someone, he goes, "I don't believe in hell." <laughs> he says, "I don't believe in God." Oh. And I think there's a, there's another line right before that too. I think where he's like, "By the way, climate change is real." real. Yes. <laughs> so well, and I love the Ma and Pa having the whole conversation while they're cleaning up of like yes. what's yeah. politically correct to say, yes. black people versus African American. And he's like, "Well, NPR said it's okay." Yes. And she's like, "And what is NPR made up of?" And he's like, "Oh." white people <laughs> yeah. so the line good. like we're the fucking worst yes so good <laughs> so good yeah and then uh i i called her oh I, I called her liberty bell in my notes because she's from glow yeah uh, which is what i know her from but betty gilpin i called her orange up. orange shirt 
orange shirt yeah. yeah yeah she made i was like oh prison jumpsuit like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah her her wrestler name in glow is liberty bell so gotcha. i was just thinking of her as liberty bell but this, uh, i loved this scene so much Yeah, but she's crystal in this and oh my god her can we just talk about how awesome she is in this movie yes yeah like <laughs> that was even how, that was great yeah but like even how she just holds her mouth the whole time yes she was nailing this character uh-huh and the accent like a lot of times people that do southern voices like they they don't quite get it it's like a little over the top but she fucking nailed it yeah yeah she because because like i said i know her from glow and her character in glow is so different yes and that's really all i know her from so it was so cool to see her here and just being a badass because mm -hmm. like i mean she's badass in a way in glow but she's kind of more i don't know she's kind of spoiled in yeah in glow um she's she's like upper class but you know um rich i don't i don't know if i would say rich but you know she's she's an actress yeah, well. yeah yeah she's an actress and all this stuff and um we're here <laughs> she's just like mumbly just she's like your nails. typical like uh survivalist like doomsday yeah. prepper yes yeah yes. was the vibe i got like ma'am you have a bunker in your backyard <laughs> yes. i'm totally. sure you do yes <laughs> well yeah and so i love her character too like we find out that she was in afghanistan so she was in the service she it sounds like she was quote unquote in the shit you know yeah and all that so <laughs> just she just kind of like walks around just uh, walks on to scene and she just steals the show yeah for sure. But yeah, when her <laughs> her You fucked up. Yes. <laughs> she her whole thing too is that they 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 uh she buys cigarettes and it's the wrong They're only eight dollars in yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever price up, it was. Bitch. It was six bucks. I wrote six it down. Bucks. <laughs> it six bucks, yeah. And yeah. And then she just takes them both out. Blam. Yeah. And so good. Yeah, but like you know she's gonna make it at least most of the way because she's yeah. actually intelligent like she pulls off the license plate to see where they actually are yeah. and we saw her very briefly she Do was the making compass. yeah she's making yeah. a compass out of a yeah. needle and uh and a uh, a leaf yeah she's so she definitely like tj said was a survivalist of some yeah. kind and, she's and then the, army yeah. as well well i mean come to think of it i think she's the only one who doesn't run out to the crate too she, she, she yeah we see her yeah. she goes the other way yeah we she see was already her. like trying to find an exit she was yeah. like no totally. we're done <laughs> yeah like yeah. stay hidden don't run out to obviously the crate that they want you to go run out to right yeah and i loved when she like sat on the railroad tracks because i was like oh yeah we used to do that to see if a train was coming <laughs> yeah yeah and felt like feel the yeah. feel the yeah. track yeah soon after this earl's brother comes and he's a great character as well he shoots the drone down yep. yes and... and like she said that just told them that we are here so great yep. <laughs> right oh god i fucking love it because they end up getting on the train yep yes and they're in there with the like 
uh, illegal like <laughs> aliens trying to sneak I out. Gary. Calls this crisis. Crisis actors. <laughs> yes. Crisis actors. And that whole thing with uh, she's like, "There's a baby, Gary," and he's like, "They have, <laughs> they have actor babies." <laughs> crisis actor babies. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, and then I loved it when the train stops because you're freaking out, but it actually ends up being like the actual army. But I love it <laughs> when, when the dude <laughs> reveals that he. He tries to Gary. No, like, yeah. Even before that, I love when Gary is like, "All right, I'm done with this." He's like, "I am an American. Let me explain what's going on here, because I know everything." Yeah. That's his direct <laughs> quote. Yeah, yeah. And I was yes. like, "That's so fucking hilarious." So funny, because it's true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, Gary in particular, in talking about him, makes me think too. Like, what's happening here and in the writing is, it's like as if everyone except for uh crystal is essentially a twitter persona made into like a flesh and blood character and because it really is it's like the worst like i I don't really believe that people are who they are on twitter because there's that wall or or that that facade that you're hiding behind you know i think some people are I, i do think some people are yeah but even even like the big name people who are, you know, like whatever media personality or Fox News pundit or whatever, like they probably get off the air and they're like, oh, fucking tired. I'm tired of being outraged, fake outraged at stuff all the time. Right. <laughs> I, I would... hope I hope that's something that happens. I don't know. I don't have uh, well, this I don't much know which hope is worse. in humanity yeah. as you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which is worse, like if pe- everyone's faking it or if everyone really believes what they're saying. Well, like I know... Um... Because I listened to last podcast on the left a lot. Yeah. And Ben Kissel used to work for Fox News as, like, the kind of liberal side, like, when they were debating or whatever. And he was, like, literally, like, I don't remember who it was, was like, oh, no, I don't believe this. And then got on the air and was like, this is real. And And it's like, wow. Mm. Like, to see behind that curtain. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was just thinking more of, like youtube people that are actually assholes in real life but i guess yeah if we're talking about yeah. real humans that are you know youtube people you're not real humans i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> no they're not real they're not real i was thinking like jeffree star yeah well i mean <laughs> i don't even know who that is actually TJ got it <laughs> i got it uh, i don't know yeah but but like everyone here is is that version of themselves and i think that's why it's so effective as as satire because i think in a way for me at least i watch this and i'm like these aren't necessarily real people and they're not attempting to be but they're 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 taking the words that you hear these buzzwords from twitter or from you know right-wing media or even left-wing media and just (laughs) like going for it like this is let's just pretend for a second that this is really the way people are and we're going to take the most extreme examples from both sides i would never leave my house yeah no definitely I like, mean, I, I already think... don't want to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. That. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why Betty Gilpin's character is so important because she's neither. Yeah. She's just a person and... She's dealing with her own problems. Yeah, exactly. And she's she a just good, doesn't... like, stabilizer. Yeah. yeah. But she's caught in the middle of all this shit. Right. So she is also kind of paying the price for it, too, you know? But it also shows... Metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> it also shows because I think it's, like, Dawn... He's trying to get her to get mad, and she's like, I don't care who's after me. Yeah. I'm just trying to survive. Like, right. whoever's after me, it doesn't matter. Right. 
so she yeah because he keeps going like don't you want to know why don't you want to know why yeah yeah no papa don i don't want to know why i just want to go home (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah like i feel like in that sense she even has her head on straight or than everyone else (laughs) yeah 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 i mean everybody's crazy but yeah um but but yeah when the when the one guy who's embedded with the don the the quote-unquote crisis actors no the the, uh, crisis mike yeah yeah, so (laughs) so when he turns to gary and he just goes i don't think they believe you gary (laughs) yes and and gary's just like (laughs) i knew it i I died that was so funny it was back and forth Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was so good yeah uh he ends up doesn't does he does gary end up killing him i can't remember he puts the grenade in his pants that's yeah. right yeah yeah and <laughs> that's a great death yeah great explosion mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just skips to it but i hated that he was like fumbling to keep his pants up and get the grenade out like sir drop your yeah. trowel <laughs> drop and trowel. run yeah <laughs> this totally. is not time for modesty goodbye well, he's gotta be he's gotta be polite he's gotta be polite true that's right true. fair enough fair <laughs> enough i want to flash the world <laughs> there are ladies around they're delicate yeah that's right um okay we we have to talk about don do you guys think because there's there's that moment where later on it's called into question whether Don is really one of the the victims, like the right wing people, or whether he's in on it and he's actually one of the left wing elitists. So what do you two think? I think that Athena was faking it out. I don't think Don was actually part of the elitist. See, I don't think so, only because he wasn't at that meeting with everyone else. Right. So I think... He reminded me of one of those people who uh, just does what serves him right best. Yeah. Like, workplace sociopath kind of person. Right. Like, he's like, I'm going to just do what gets me out of trouble. Right. But I I think he was a conservative just because he even... um, I forgot. There was something he said. I don't know. He just seemed like one of those, like... uh, jellyfish people i'm trying to throw back to previous episodes where he doesn't have a spine spine, yeah because even when she's killing people he's like oh i threw the pig down like that was helping like he he wants her to take care of everything right and he i think he has a problem with those female versus male lines because he has to drive he's like no i'm driving yeah true 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 so in that sense i think he that's true I, i forgot about that yeah yeah so i think He's one of those spineless jellyfish people, but he still would be considered. Um, He's one of the one of the conservative abductees. Yeah. 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 Well, I and think... also when he like was freaking out when she ran over the guy's head because she realized that like, oh, nope, he's taking us back. Like he clearly is going to automatically assume someone with authority. Yes. Should yeah. be right. trusted. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, that that's good. I I feel like you by you both have convinced me because I was I I was just on the fence and kind of trying to think of what evidence there is both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because the only thing that made me think maybe he's in on it is that he's so trusting of that FBI guy who is just obviously so fake. Like, well, he was just so obviously fake. Well, he was like the white savior character yeah. right and he was also kind of feeding into don like you know 
working him up like well why do you think they were doing that to you like yeah he's gonna be happy to try to figure out yeah why the hell are these people doing this to me yeah yeah and he also promised to get like the army involved and like yes yes because he's like ex-military so Mm -hmm. he's like hell yeah bring on the tanks you know yeah true 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 right that makes sense i did love her wind up when she kicked him in the car oh my god that was 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 really good i I thought she was gonna like tuck and roll out of the car and then nope yeah. so good she's yeah. like no I'm taking you out bro and you could just see like the crazy finally go on her face like I yes. was like oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> so good I think this is around the time where uh, maybe I missed it uh, or I'm jumping ahead but where she does she tells the story of the jackrabbit yeah the jackrabbit yeah. and the box turtle and and then she has that line where she's like he's basically I think he's like why why do you want to go why do you want to continue right and she's right. like, well, I'm a little... And no, that's bef- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that... I just love that whole thing because that says so much about her character because she basically admits like no, i'm she, gonna murder these people i thought and she did I'm that crazy. when she was talking to the sergeant yeah maybe i jumped ahead i don't know no it definitely wasn't the sergeant I just loved the ending of that whole jackrabbit and the box turtle. And she's like, and so then the jackrabbit broke into his house and murdered his whole family. And I was like, okay. This escalated quickly. I don't hate it. Because the jackrabbit always wins. Yeah. It's got to win. I get it. Like, it's, listen, that turtle is just fucking, you you can't let that stand. No, No, I'm that jackrabbit. I'm like, come on. You and your family are are going down. Yeah. Definitely. oh man i'm gonna skip because i loved the fact that you can tell the elite they're just playing like to them it's like a game like it literally isn't real they're all dressed up in their cute little like army clothes and they're hiding in an underground bunker like yeah it's it's kind of ridiculous and yeah. I forgot the word I was looking for. Well, Someone and like when the in. one guy goes outside to go pee, and I was like, that really seems like poor planning on y'all's part for him to just <laughs> right? like have to walk out into the open. You gave them all weapons. Yeah, like, true. Well, right. Y'all didn't have a bucket? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why do you think they did give them weapons? It's not as fun to just pick, yeah. like, pick them off. Yeah. If, yeah. If that's what you were going for, why not just kill them when you have them knocked out? right it's kind of a metaphor because you actually want to fight people and you want to win when you're like verbally arguing with people about politics so i think that way they get a chance to fight and you're like oh i got you yeah i guess i could see it from like athena's perspective because she's the one leading all of this she's totally batshit crazy at this point well and you could also because they're like oh they're the right wing they love their weapons look Mm -hmm. they ran to the weapons Mm -hmm. like you could even twist it that way true yeah Yeah. see i yeah i that's what i was thinking basically if the if the weapons in the crate didn't have ammunition so that it would be like that way it's just bait you know but they have real weapons and i think they had bullets so i was like "Eh, not very smart to give them and this is their first time doing it but i don't know i was thinking about it from like you know the greatest game ever played and lord of the flies and yeah i was thinking about all of those the most dangerous game yeah thank you um <laughs> the greatest game you know, ever played it sounds like a baseball movie I mean, isn't that like a goth movie <laughs> whatever uh yeah so i was thinking about all the like literary things yeah and 
Well, I think that's why you kind of like move past it quickly because yeah. I did the same thing and now it's not really until just now where I'm like, huh, why give them weapons in the first place? Oh, I feel like it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because my first thought was the same as what TJ said. I was like, they're, they're right. They love their guns. But he has, isn't that he has gonna, seven of them. But isn't that going <laughs> to yeah. give them an advantage then? Not necessarily. I don't know. Not if saying. like you know the because theoretically they should know the terrain and know right. like where yeah. stuff is hidden. They have booby traps everywhere. Yeah. So you know the weapons is kind of like a false sense of hope. Even yeah. Right. Like oh I might survive this. Like no no yeah. you're not. Well, like, yeah. And they and don't give them extra ammo and they don't give them like AK forty sevens. Like they have. Well, I just realized too that. I mean, technically what they're doing is buying into the quote unquote like right wing conspiracy theories that this yeah. place even exists, yeah. which until then it didn't. So if if the mythology around this place was that it was essentially the most dangerous game for liberal elite killing people, then they would give them the weapons because they're just making it real. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So even if it doesn't necessarily make sense, they're all kind of bought into like we're actually doing this. Yeah. Right. Okay. I yeah. I, I talked myself through it. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. Um, can I just say, I wrote in my notes this very scene that he died. I wrote in my notes. Glenn Howerton needs to be in every scene of this movie, yeah. and then it was immediately like dead. Yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah. And I was right. She does say her hum speech to the sergeant. Oh, you're right though. Okay, so she does the like crazy eye scene. I think after she kills everyone, but before Athena comes on the radio, because that's where it's in my notes where she's like, I'm like, so mm, no, I have it's after she had she to kills kill everyone. Don. Yeah, she killed Don. And then she goes back over to the sergeant. because oh, He's just injured. Yeah, and she yeah puts, I'm sorry. And she puts I, when you finger. said sergeant, I thought it was the guy who no. was interviewing her at the station. I thought that's no. what you meant with the sergeant. No. And then she puts his finger in, her, in gotcha. his wound and she's like, sorry 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 yeah. and, then, <laughs> and yeah. then they do like the, the military exchange where he's like you were in the military and yeah, he was in the national guard and then she yes. goes well thank you for your service and then shoots him yeah yeah yes. perfect yeah. yeah and we also find out that she just works at a car rental too yeah and that's like why she in part wants to take out all this anger which again i think some social commentary there that this is a person who you know, served in the military. She did her part. She clearly has seen combat. She's fucked up from it. She's working at a car rental. She's so unsatisfied, unhappy, it seems like, that this is, like, an excuse for her to just get out all her anger and frustration. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, politics is, you know, keeping someone in that position. So this right. is more commentary. Yep. 100%. I um, also really loved to rewind slightly when she's about to shoot the other girl that had the arrows uh, in yes. her. And Dawn was like, you can't shoot her. And she's like, do you like yeah. feel like because you're a woman, you shouldn't be shot in the head? And she's like, no. <laughs> so she <laughs> shoots her in the head. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was the part I was trying to decide <laughs> what to talk between TJ because I was like, oh, do I do this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. Why, why do you think there's such a big deal about revealing hillary swank are we supposed to be like it's hillary swank i wonder if it's just like the whole you know anonymous like she's just the big evil person yeah. at first and then we yeah. see her face okay 
That's yeah, because they showed her in the trailer, so it's not really a oh, surprise. Yeah. Oh. So it's not really a surprise. Yeah. But like you said, like it's focusing on the back of her head, and then it's the slow pan around of like, yeah, bum bum bum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like she's a Bond villain or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I think it's kind of like revealing the mask, the yeah, of who's behind all the conspiracy right right because you could also say like she's always hiding behind a screen yeah yeah and then you actually see her face and see who she is so i'm just going to that flashback of the year before and i like to even the commentary there where anything you say even like in a business setting yeah can be like held against you and you get fired i think that part is the most realistic aspect of the movie because they are they have this text chain right and they literally make up a joke and they use this keyword of deplorables which i'll be honest to one of one of the things that we didn't talk about which i i'd be remiss if i didn't mention is even though this movie was made or released about a year ago you know it was made a little bit before that but like hearing some of the terms that they use that not having trump in power and not having to hear those words constantly in this you know combative sense like reading in the media and stuff it just feels like this movie is almost from a different time at this point right like Mm-hmm. And and how that keyword of like deplorables, not only did it trigger, you know, in this movie, these characters to uh, like the right wing characters in the movie to freak out and invent this whole thing and be like, ah, this conspiracy theory. And they they create Mannergate and all this stuff. But that word in particular is essentially what got the movie fucking dropped you know for whatever it was six months and until it was finally released later right but like because if you read about the movie what what i see says that the movie was pushed back because of shootings because there was an el paso shooting and i forget what the other one was uh, i feel bad but that's i don't remember it that way and yeah the shootings happened and everything but i remember it was like the trailer had just dropped and right-wing media had freaked out about the movie because they were like a movie about these liberals hunting conservatives how fucking twisted and fucked up is this blah 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 and yeah it was around the time of the shootings but i thought it had more to do with just the trailer dropping and people being like oh they're they're, there's some kind of sick twisted fantasy going on here and to the point that president trump tweeted about it and it was like directly after that the movie was pulled so it's like just using i, I feel like the movie's so on point yeah <laughs> that it fucked up its own <laughs> yeah. its own release schedule because people like the the commentary it's making on our culture is so real that the movie itself created a real world mirror of what happens in the movie yeah because yeah. when you say it you're I mean, you're right, because I was thinking about, you know, the shooting when Batman got, yeah. and yeah. that didn't get pulled. No. And, and it happened at the fucking theater. Yeah. Right? And it's not like they pulled that movie out of theaters. And same with, like, a, you know, so 
It's true. It's it's interesting. Like they've done that. Sorry to cut you off. I was just gonna say they've done stuff like that with movies in the past where they're about shootings or something like that, and they're like, "Ah, this isn't the right time." But like right. that's like let's be real about it. That's not why this movie was was pulled. It was pulled because I like I don't want to sound like a character in this movie, but like the the fever pitch of outrage got to a point where it was about the movie's subject matter it wasn't about violence and guns like it just wasn't well if it was about like the shootings going on it would have never been released because we have a shooting like every other day in america now yeah it's sad to say but you know it, it almost doesn't make the news anymore yeah depending on like how many people get shot if it's only a handful it's kind of like well that happens here yeah. now like yeah. and it's right. just really sad yeah for sure yeah definitely yeah and but yeah sorry in, in my book that's called real art yeah if you um piss off the government enough to have them somewhat censor your art yeah even if it's just for a couple of months yeah that's art yeah yep but I think in in the end, honestly, the they were the studio was very smart about it because if you'll notice, I think we rented it from Redbox actually. But I'm totally gonna buy this. I like this movie that much. But like the poster and everything now has all the words that were used to describe it. Bef- of course, yeah. before it even came out, before critics even saw it or anything like that, and <laughs> like it's just so ridiculous. But the the whole fever pitch at the time was basically like that this was somehow a fantasy wish fulfillment about liberals murdering conservatives. And it's like, don't you understand that the, the liberals in this case then are the bad guys. So if you're conservative, right. But the reality is the movie is neither of those things. It's, it's not, it's portraying everyone as the villains. Everyone's an idiot. Right. Right. (laughs) That's what I, I, I don't know. I and don't skewering know. both sides. You have yeah. to laugh at yourself yeah. at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it was interesting how Hilary Swank's character got so upset. I mean, I in, in some ways I get oh, it. Like that she freaked out and made this real and yeah. made it happen. Yeah. In some ways I definitely get it because it's like internet bullying. Like mm. it leads people to, you know, like commit suicide or go on like rampages so i get it but then at the same time i'm like i don't know it's it's food for thought it's i i don't want to get into online bullying but she's totally batshit crazy like (laughs) there's no justifying what she ends up doing but you know the the irony of the whole thing is that both both sides are equally guilty because yeah in a sense the the fever pitch in the movie that gets her fired is that culture of outrage over right. nothing over and then nothing she goes into outrage over nothing yeah and then yeah. she goes into outrage over nothing makes it real so it's I, I think i said this at the start where it's like yeah the the joke was taken literally from the text message thread right the right-wing media pundits or whatever take that and run with it and essentially that's because that's happening that's why everyone gets fired but then back on the left the the hillary swank character is the one who goes completely crazy and says okay well then we're gonna make it real so it's like everyone everyone is feeding into the culture of violence and outrage and insanity Mm -hmm. so no party is innocent 
and they are all guilty and they are all creating this world together, which is the whole irony of the premise of the movie and, and right. what we learn about it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Before... Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Before we get to that, uh, great grilled cheese. <laughs> yes. Um, it made me really want a grilled cheese. Yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into that, I just want to say I liked the homage to Million Dollar Baby where they kept having her near. Um, Wait, what? I didn't notice this. They kept having her near boxing bags. Like there's one oh, in her office. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one in her I office. There's I thought one... you meant like a stool behind no, her. No, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> if, oh, if they had a slow-mo shot of her falling towards a stool, I would have lost. <laughs> no, but they had a bunch of the the like the punching bags like yeah. for her. Yeah. in her training yeah so that's so funny i didn't really pick up on that i thought it was just because like i don't know she's hillary swank i just think of her now like a million dollar it's baby so, it's so embedded <laughs> in my brain yeah, yeah i don't even think about it yeah so <laughs> yeah she boxes it's hillary swank <laughs> what do you mean because i even made a comment i was like do you think she's mad she got so out of shape now and she had to do this fight scene yeah yeah <laughs> I, I did laugh like there were so many good uh, like first of all this fight scene at the end is great like I, I'm not sure how much the actual actors did versus stunt people but regardless I, I love that fight I thought it was brutal I thought it looked great I loved the uh, no more windows yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was great because no one ever talks about like if you slam through a freaking oh. window yeah it's not it's not that easy <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Yep. I also, I loved the one second. Like, I just need a yeah. second. And yes. they're both like, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, one yep. second. <laughs> I love those moments in yeah. fight scenes. And I, yeah, this, they do so many good things here. Uh, uh, Hilary Swank saves the champagne bottle, too. I mean, but, but same. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, come on. Just the fact that even when Crystal arrives at the manor, there's the no gun law. I'm like, that's kind of now i'm thinking about it i'm like yeah liberals we don't like guns right 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 most right. of us don't yeah. like guns but then right. she's got a gun in her house yeah, so, so again the hypocrisy yeah the hypocrisy but i i i fucking loved that kitchen fight i liked how they <laughs> sorry i'm sorry but the, speaking of the guns i was just gonna okay. say when she goes uh she's like You're using a gun now that's cheating <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like they're kids yeah <laughs> But I liked even their different fight styles. Like Hillary mm -hmm. Swank character would use all the fancy gadgets, and Crystal mm. would literally just like charge straight for. Yeah. Her yep. And throw her through the glass and stuff. Yeah. I liked when they um did the whole like headbutt thing. It was mm -hmm. like yes. Yes. both of them. Yes. That was great. I just love the realness of the, like it wasn't some glorified fight. It was like no, yeah. if people fight. It's not pretty. It's not easy yeah. it's painful it sucks and yeah, yeah sometimes you just need a minute yeah and tj you played soccer you've done some headbutts with the soccer ball right <laughs> i got hit in the face so hard one time that i like blacked out whoa yeah, yeah. cool yeah TJ, well they say TJ you know soccer soccer is infamous for being a contact sport right I almost broke my face one time too, <laughs> running into another girl. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go get X-rays and everything. <laughs> I think I do remember that one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I also really liked how Crystal was jabbed in the tummy with the blade, and yeah. then she shoves it back into yeah. Hillary Swank's tummy. So they like switch tummies. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's <laughs> like the technical. Yeah, yeah. That's what they actually used for the fight choreography. Yeah, it's like, like now here's the tummy switch. <laughs> They're switch tummy em. sisters now. Yeah. <laughs> So they just switched. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the whole thing of harping on, is this actually the wrong crystal? The justice for y'all? Because the whole time, like, once they kind of reveal, like, why everyone is there, and when they get to Crystal's online persona, her Twitter thing, and her whole, this person's a killer, blah, 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 I was like, that doesn't sound like that character right. at all. But at the same time, I was like you never really know with Twitter because, you know, people post stupid shit on there that doesn't really represent them as a person. Right. So I was like, maybe, maybe, you know, she just had a bad day and whatever. And she's just talking, whatever. But like when it, you find out that it really wasn't her, I was like, yeah, no, no way. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Even the fact that the picture they had of her, she's getting flicked off yeah. by someone. I feel like says a lot. Yep. Like that wasn't her taking like everyone else there you know like dressed up nice glamour shots with with the republican congressman or whatever or they're you know wearing their like gun toting shirt or whatever yeah and she's literally getting flicked off by someone well should we should we move on or is there anything else we want to talk about here we just got to talk about how it ends where she eats the grilled cheese and then cauterizes herself and and then steals like her that, dog. Yeah, yeah, I like how the blowtorch came back too. Yeah, we saw yeah. that in the fight. Yeah, I liked how everything came back. And then yeah, she put on the dress and she rolled out. And unlike the elite, she shared her caviar and yep. champagne. Fancy champagne. Yeah, because that's what people from the lower class do. It's like a known thing. They're more likely to help other people. And right. So and she's just like your your average Joe or your average Jane, I guess. Yeah. In this yep. case, yeah. I feel like I'd be like the same. I'd be like, you want to just sit down? This is weird. Like, just right. sit down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I can get my own stuff. Thanks. It's, it's yeah. Fine. Yeah, for real. Let's just don't hang cl- out. Don't clean up after me. I, yeah. I got this. But I like how even um fuck what's his name Dennis. What's his name? <laughs> Glenn Howerton. Yeah. I like how... Dennis Reynolds. So I like how even in the beginning, he's telling a tale about this really expensive champagne yep. from 1905, and it ends up being real, and that's what they drink at the end. Yep. So yep. I love that. Even that, it's champagne coming to fruition. Yep. It all comes back around. And it's just ironic, because I was also... TJ, have you been watching The Con? <laughs> I have not. That Whoopi Goldberg narrates no i've seen snippets of it and it's pretty good the one that i watched right before this was about someone who was like pretending to have really expensive wine and sell it to people so i was like that's That's hilarious yeah they like make labels and slap it on like yeah barefoot (laughs) yeah so that's like why where my mind went i was like that's hilarious sorry but i feel like if you're paying like tens of thousands of dollars or more for wine or like a bottle of of anything, I don't really care that much if you get conned. Yes, yeah, same. Money. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I'm sorry if anyone listening has has had that happen, and this is very traumatizing for you to listen no, to. I don't matter. But, but most of the time, they don't even drink the wine anyway. So what does it matter what's in the bottle? Right. Yeah. Like it's just to be able to say, "Ooh, I have this super fancy bottle of wine." Like, okay, well, let's pop the cork and drink it. Like, <laughs> right, right. Life like, is made okay. to be lived. Exactly. Yeah. Don't spend ten thousand dollars on a bottle of wine. Or $100,000. But if no. you do need help dressing up a pig, I'm your girl. Yeah. Just give me a call. We're there. 
Yeah. I love pigs. If that's something you're into, let's go. That is a worthwhile hobby. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and that I don't feel like is that expensive. Like how much for a pig? Uh, and then and then how much for like the little clothes? I was just gonna say I think I'm quitting my job tomorrow so I can make costumes for pigs. <laughs> I support that venture 100%. Is this going to be like an industry that we're trying to build from the ground up? Yes. Using this podcast as a launching pad? Yes. yes. If you want little pig booty shorts. Oh, <laughs> Overalls on a pig. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. That's it. I got to get a sewing machine. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start wrapping this bad boy up. All right. So we have the two questions that we need to answer. And the first question, I don't think it really qualifies. It does not apply. So I'm going to say, was this movie funny? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, so our normal question is, was it scary? And yeah, it definitely doesn't apply. I mean, in theory, the premise is scary. Like, it is. If I woke That's, up. Yeah gagged in in the middle of a field or woods i'd be like fuck i'm gonna die like i gotta stay calm and try to survive in the woods as long as possible but i'm probably gonna die i i think what's kind of scary is like yeah this was satirical and everything but it's also like you know i wouldn't be surprised if this actually yeah was a thing that happened like we found out that either side the elite took a bunch of people and hunted them like honestly it would not shock me and that's what i think is scary the fact that it's not shocking right yeah yeah it's like that child um like the child porn went for like island child slavery island sex slave island ended up being a thing yes oh okay (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it's shit is actually real sometimes and it's yeah yeah thanks tj for always knowing what i'm talking about (laughs) well i was just i I was just thinking too like i think for me what's scarier is like the real world shit around this movie and how literally a trailer comes out and and what this movie is saying as i had said earlier what this movie is saying about our culture is so on point that our culture reacts to this movie the way that this movie predicts that people will react to something like this. So it's so, yeah, it's so accurate in its satire that the world itself freaked the fuck out about the movie. Not the world, just the U.S. Well, the U. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the the real world. I mean, yeah, yeah, like people actually lost their minds and were like, can you believe this? And, and the whole point of the movie is that you can't like, you shouldn't just on the surface, like assume who somebody is and what they're actually like and all that stuff. You know, I think that's ultimately what the movie is really getting to is like you, you judge something on the surface and that's a mistake, you know, definitely Um, pigeonhole somebody or whatever. And definitely, but we're so, we do that so frequently and just constantly that, it's like it happened with this movie. The movie people hadn't even seen the movie, and they're making these assumptions about what right. this movie is and what it's saying. And I can't believe that this movie's good. And like, how often does that happen? It's constantly. Yeah. Like people don't even take the time to understand the thing that they're critiquing or they're outraged about. They just want to latch onto that outrage. Yeah. So that to me is the scary part of this movie. Is it's not the movie itself. It's everything around the movie. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. All right. I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just upset everybody, but it's it's the world we live in. Do you know what I keep singing to calm myself down? Oh, Canada. <laughs> my home away from home. <laughs> TJ, we only live a couple hours from Canada if you That's need true. a passage. Dude, don't think I haven't thought about it. <laughs> well, on that note, our second question here. Does this movie have lasting appeal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely think it does. For all the reasons that we already said. I don't I don't know that I need to repeat everything I just said. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I also think like hopefully one day we're not going to be quite in the uh, like social and political unrest that we're in and it'll be an interesting look back of damn yeah that's where we were yeah right. hope yeah i agree yeah for sure i agree i i feel like this is the type of movie that it's like a distillation of the political so, social political outrage and fever pitch of its time you know like it is so good as a satire of this moment you know yeah 100 percent. yeah but also, it's a movie I would just put on, like, all the time oh, to watch because it's, so, it's so good. good. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny and fun and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, so some factoids for reference. These are so, sad. Yeah. So we know <laughs> that this this movie was delayed, then released at the very beginning of the COVID shutdown. So we kind of have to take these numbers with a grain of salt, but had a budget of $14 million, which... Honestly, not bad. Uh, the The production value here is really good. I mean, there's some definite CGI moments and stuff, but the stunts are great. I think the effects overall are, are really good. The makeup's good. The makeup's yes. good. And some really big names. So yeah, true. A lot of the big names not in it for very long, but, yeah. you know, Hilary Swank, uh, you know, she's a big name still and everything. So, uh, you know, I'm surprised that the budget is so low. But anyway, fourteen million for the budget. The USA gross only five million dollars. It tanked so bad. But that's the thing is, it literally released. I want to say the week that everything was shutting down. Yeah. So it was like one of the last movies to come out. It just sucks because this was like one of the few movies I was actually looking forward to watching Same. last year. Yeah. Right. Like, yep. I was I was gonna go watch it in theaters. I was so excited and. Yeah. And the worldwide gross eleven point five million dollars approximately. So, uh, so it lost money. Yeah, at least at the box office, right? But so that's the thing is like I don't have numbers on rentals or anything like that, or and and these streaming services. It's not like they release on a regular basis True. how often a movie was was watched or. Well, and also right now because I streamed it and mm -hmm. I usually rent, it's not available for rent. I had to buy it. Yeah. And yeah, it was kind of one did. of those like, well, either I'm going to be really pissed that I had to buy it or I'm going to be really <laughs> happy. And luckily I'm happy. So, yeah, you know. for sure. Yeah, we but, were trying to find a way that you wouldn't have to buy it, and we couldn't yeah. figure it out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, so thanks, TJ. <laughs> yeah, we we happened to stop at a red box, and we we're like, let's see if it's here, and it was. So yeah, we lucked out. But also, every time we do that, every time we do that, and we don't buy it, I'm like, we I it. wish I bought yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna end up buying this, but I want to buy it on like Blu-ray or something, so I have the extras if there's any extras or something. So. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to ratings, Rotten Tomatoes critic score, 57%. These critics, these fucking elitist left-wing <laughs> critics are just mad that this movie portrays them as villains. 
They didn't think... like looking in the mirror. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They couldn't handle it. I think her acting alone should have gotten oh man way this, higher. Yeah. yeah, I see this at least as a seventy yeah. percent. At least, like compared to some of the movies that we've done oh, on this God. podcast and everything, at least a seventy yeah. percent. I would put it higher personally, but. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, I don't really know why it's so low. That's crazy to me. And then moving on to kind of the audience score, Rotten Tomatoes audience score is 66%. Still pretty low. IMDb score 6.5 out of 10. That's pretty good for IMDb though. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I think over time we're going to see those audience scores creep up. I yeah. agree. I think especially as people get more distance from this movie, I think that's where you're going to see where the lasting appeal kicks in, where mm-hmm. people are going to come back to this and be like, holy shit, that movie was actually fucking hilarious and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think it's coming back. Okay, so now we are moving on to the new part, newest part of the show, where we're gonna we're gonna actually go directly to the audience. So we're we're gonna hear from some of these people themselves. What what did they have to say? TJ, I, I haven't read these. He doesn't yep. show me before I either. Don't. Yep. So, so this will be fun. Yeah. Some of these are kind of long. Um. So I have I have four of them, and I tried to get some that run the gamut. Uh. I'll be I'll be honest too here though. Most reviews on the internet from amateur you know just average moviegoers are people don't know what a review actually is is what i'm learning so most of the negative reviews are literally this movie was the worst movie i've ever seen never see this movie and that's their quote-unquote review yeah it's like a they're doing like a product review where it's like yeah. don't buy this this sucks and that's the whole <laughs> There's no reasoning. There's no logic. There's no evidence. And you see the same thing with the uh, positive reviews sometimes. The best movie I've ever seen. This is great. I can't believe people don't like it. The score is too low. Blech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, so I skipped all those and I tried to find some that are a little bit more interesting. So I'm going to start this time. I normally start with the positive and go to the negative, but I like this movie a lot. So I'm going to start with the negative and end with the positive. Yay. <laughs> so I got two negatives here. One is a one star review. So that's the first one. It's by a guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is Kiss My Asthma. Kiss My Asthma. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you are not going to be surprised by this. I'll be honest. I didn't find as many reviews like this as I expected. So, uh, Carrie, you probably know where this is going. TJ, maybe you have an idea. But uh, here's the here's the title from Kiss My Asthma. New and refreshing. Dot, 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 dot. Not... Okay, right. mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Woman smart, man stupid. Woman strong, man weak. Woman good, man evil, etc., etc., etc. When does it end? Yes, I agree. For years, women in general and in Hollywood have been getting the short end of the stick. But does every new show and movie that comes out have to shove this old fact down our throats? It's nowhere near new and refreshing. It's old and cliche. Just like the man always being the hero is cliche. When is Hollywood going to combine the two? Men and women can be smart, strong, and good in the same movie. Just as well as stupid, weak, and evil. This movie, as it said, talked about but not seen. That's because all the talk is about how stupid it is. I don't understand what that means. Hence, <laughs> no one is watching. Besides the fact that I am a man, I can count to 21 standing naked in front of a mirror. Yeah, he's, he said Good that. for you? <laughs> yeah. And I managed to put this fact together all on my own. There is a reason this movie's original air date was postponed as well as ne- newly aired and immediately being streamed. It's garbage! 
That makes no sense. I don't understand half of what he's... What is the standing in the mirror okay. naked and counting? Like, what? So, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you... I, it took me a minute, too. So, you'll is figure this, it out. Is this a boy thing? So, 21. So, if you're standing naked in front of the mirror, and you know how people are like, oh, I'm too yeah, stupid, so I have to count on my finger. Yeah. Yeah. So, 10... Oh. Yeah. 10, 10, and 1. And that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So okay, a, well, I just totally thing. wasn't on that I f- track. I feel like this guy should have done more TJ, like 20.5. TJ, I think, I think women still win because we have two boobs that beats we out do. one dick. <laughs> we do. So you're 22. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think this guy's more like 20.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> point three maybe yeah. yeah all right so that was him that was fun and and yeah like i said i didn't actually find as many as i thought that would be like this whole oh, liberal hollywood or whatever because that's more what i expected s- really say that no though. he didn't he, he didn't yeah really he say anything just... he just wanted you to know he had a dick yes that's yeah. pretty much everything he said it's like he hasn't seen movies before so he's <laughs> like it's like every movie now is just like women and it's like what no. movies are you watching pal because those movies the movie you describe here is what happens in most movies right so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever uh yeah he sucks all right this one <laughs> i love this guy I, I have a theory about this about this person this is from brian s and oh, i don't think this has a title but this is from rotten tomatoes this one is two uh two and a half stars out of five okay thank you this is honestly one of the biggest disappointments i've seen in such a long time i've been waiting for a new film adaptation of the most dangerous game because i think it's a premise with a lot of entertaining promise but this pick just pisses it all over the wall it does offer plenty of obvious cgi gore as well as some timely strong satire on the divided political landscape of american politics but the film takes a darkly humorous turn which isn't always funny and just feels heavy after a moment and the characters are not necessarily likable it ruins the pick i think it would have been much better if it played like a straight up serious thriller as an end result i'd never go revisit the hunt and i wouldn't recommend it either the screenwriters of this movie should be pissed on for writing such a bad script i think this guy has a bladder problem clearly (laughs) he mentions pissing piss yeah he's like this is they're just pissing everywhere and they should get pissed on and i gotta piss real bad but i have this problem and it burns and i just i'm I'm gonna write this negative review or he just really wants to be pissed on yeah yeah (laughs) i agree with tj it's like they should get pissed on i should get pissed on anybody out there anybody taking up yeah who 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 would piss on these guys because i want to talk to you if you want to piss on these. i think that's a different forum he needs to go to (laughs) yes Uh, i'm gonna be honest i started spacing out on that one as soon as he was talking about uh, he wanted another great yeah he wanted the most dangerous game again and i was like all right sociopath like i get what you're saying <laughs> well I just love... make your own yeah like, moving on i love when people come to Ooh, these things and they maybe write his version of the most dangerous game is getting peed on yeah definitely yep. the most dangerous piss yeah yeah <laughs> how hot can he take it i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's that hot piss <laughs> yeah most dangerous hot piss the hottest piss all right so but yeah it's like when people come to these and they're like this wasn't the most dangerous game and it's like well no this was a different movie sir you don't yeah. understand what different movies are from what you wanted so go back to ninth grade english class go, yeah i'm go pretty back sure to, we watched that go back to your uh your your pp porn or whatever all right so moving on to the positives positives all right this uh 
is a 10 out of 10. This comes from IMDb. Watch and smile. Absolutely epic movie. Top 100 of all times. This is undoubtedly one of the greatest movies I've ever watched. Didn't see the trailer, just read the announcement and saw the poster. I knew it would be great after just five minutes. The script, the jokes, the hidden messages, and peculiar play... I don't know. Uh, this is brilliant. The script is that writer more sex talk that we don't get. <laughs> Probably <laughs> peculiar play. People have been stuck in their homes for a long time. This now. guy's also into pee stuff. So <laughs> the script writer is a genius. I will admit this is not for everyone, and I am not sure who this movie is for. Probably for someone who can think. Perhaps there's so much behind each dialogue. I don't want to spoil it. This is definitely a comedy horror-ish gore thriller action type flick. If you are into that sort of stuff, there's there's a good chance you will enjoy it. I can see myself rewatching it again in a couple years. The last Star Wars, which I watched recently, was horrible and boring, and I wasn't sure if anything could all redeem right. my fate of right. movies, what? and this one really did. This person is my new best friend. Who is this person? <laughs> what was the hard left turn of, and now we're going <laughs> to talk about like, Star Wars. The Star Wars, though, on the other hand. However, let us talk about Star Wars for a moment. This person is my new best friend. Who are they? <laughs> watch and smile. I like them. Hey, watch and smile. <laughs> So they're saying, like, the last Star Wars movie was so disappointing, it destroyed their faith in movies, and this one brought it back. That's, that's so funny. Saved from the brink. You are taking Star Wars way too seriously. <laughs> like, I love Star Wars, but damn. Yeah, right? Oh, man. It ruined my faith in movies. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, that was that was such a good left turn on that one. All right, and then so here's another like uh, gothica <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like the greatest movie ever gothica um so that that was from a recent episode um anyway uh so i got one more and this one i also have a theory about this person this is also positive but uh you'll 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 hear what the theory is, is. It more sex no uh so this was from unfortunately well maybe 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 uh so this is from rotten tomatoes uh, this is a five out of five this is from mason w this movie is a great twist of comedy and extreme violence. Mostly every aspect of this film complements other aspects of itself, amounting to a beautifully successful film. The soundtrack was extremely terrifying and incredible, leaving the viewer with a very helpless feeling when it started playing. This is an incredible must-see for action horror comedy lovers. My theory is this is the composer of the film. <laughs> like Mason W, who are you? Like who what does anybody remember the soundtrack? I remember no. some classical music. That's, yeah. Because yeah. like, anybody like the soundtrack in this movie. Yeah. As soon no. as you said that, wow. I was like, there was a soundtrack. What to is this he talking movie? about? So maybe the sex thing is that this person uh, is sleeping with the direct, uh, the, the, the soundtrack, like the, the so composer. And they're like, instead of golden showers, they want composed showers. Huh? <laughs> I don't, is that a pun? Composition. I don't know. I'm looking it up. I'm going to see who the music person is. <laughs> if their first name is Mason, I I will piss myself. I'll, I'll take a video of it and I'll send, it, uh, I'll send it to Brian S. Loves piss. Music by Mason W. No, it's Nathan Barr. Oh, I was going so <laughs> to pretend, but I couldn't. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's so random. Like, they just zeroed in the terrifying soundtrack. Okay, pal. Sure. Yeah. Well, all right. That's what I have. So. Hey, TJ. Hey. 
as we near the end of this episode, <laughs> is there anything you want to tell our listeners about? So, you know, I work in veterinary medicine. Last time I was on, I talked about spaying and neutering your pets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about being nice to your veterinary staff. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, it has been awful recently. Aww. Really awful. Um, suicide rates in veterinary medicine are super high. Like wow. the highest industry for suicide. So just, you know, if you got to go to the vet, if you're That's unhappy, sad. you can voice it. But don't be nasty about it. Just what do you think is going on? Like, is it is it that everyone's cooped up from COVID? So they're like, yeah, I think because when it all first started, we were talking about like how amazing people were and how nice they were. And I think just slowly, everyone's just so frustrated about all the restrictions and like yeah. still having to wear masks. And, you know, the vet is one of the few places you can kind of justify going, I guess. Hmm. And so then they... I guess have to take out their frustration somewhere, but it's not cool. Yeah. Don't take well, your frustration out on other people. Yeah. Cause we, we saw something months ago now from our vet posted on social media about like, we understand people are frustrated because you want to come in with your pets and stuff and, and everything, but like you can't come in it's putting people in danger, all this stuff. Right. So please be kind, please be patient and all that stuff. So yeah, we definitely saw that around here too. I like, I, it, it's just sad that now that I think about it. I remember them being extra nice to me when I had to go get Zeus's medicine and yeah. like leave our cat. Cause I feel like I, I wasn't mean. So now I'm like, Oh, I'm glad I'm a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the so nice bad. people, like, it's like, Oh my gosh, you're a shining star in our yeah. day. Like, well, yeah. it's like the people, these people are you're, like, you're taking care of pets. I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be like, well, please take care of my, my little angel baby that's coming your way. Yeah. Like, right. I, I know you care about my little angel baby too. We're going to, we're going to figure this out together. Yeah. That's but rough. you know, we're also bad because we're charging money and we love animals. So, we should do it yeah. for free that's another absolutely well we gotta I mean, keep it's, the lights on yeah <laughs> well, well it goes back to that whole thing about like you know you liberal elites who are taking these animals and you know you're you're making them hunt people for sport and stuff like that you know in your free time right and charging people yep. to watch I don't yeah know. absolutely so we you know we're, we're on to you so that's yeah that's you are damn that sucks tj i'm yeah, sorry no for real yeah that's okay that's, like you know you deal like, with it but yeah i feel like as this goes on, you just hear more and more side effects of COVID. Like, yeah. that's something I never, because I'm not that person. Like, I'm, I've tried to be nice to everyone, unless you give me a yeah. reason not to be. But right. I'm not going to go out of my way to be rude to a veterinarian. Yeah, no. Like, so that's just so, yeah. Yeah. It's, give, it's giving me flashbacks, too, to when I worked at the library. And people yeah. would, like, try to fight with us and be like, oh, conspiracy government stuff. And it's like, lady, just keep your mask on. Like, right. we're right. not getting paid for this. Yep. You're too close to me. Yeah. Back off. Yep. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Anyone in customer service, in, yeah. in any way, customer service, like, it just deserves a fucking medal. Yeah. 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 Be nice to your veterinarians, people. Be yeah. nice to your veterinarians. Be nice to the people working at the supermarket like yeah we're all just trying to make it through yeah for real and if you have that much anger pick up a hobby yes yeah. S- start to run 
join <laughs> join a gym so you can hit a punching bag. Um, yeah. Do needle take, point so you can stab yeah. a needle into things. You right. can take some videos of yourself pissing on stuff and People like send it to send it to Brian S. who uh, wrote that thing. Start yeah. an OnlyFans. Like. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. We'll help you figure out what to do with your life. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you can make pig costumes. Yeah. Yes. That's a thing. We we learned that tonight. Yeah. That's an industry up and coming. <laughs> All right, so if you like what you heard and you haven't already subscribed, be sure to hit that button so you don't miss any episodes. Yeah, and make sure you check out the other awesome podcasts at Ortis Studios, which we are a part of, by visiting ortisstudios.com. That's O-R-D-I-S studios.com. Seriously, they have some really, really good shows, and it's a growing network, so definitely go check them out. Yeah. Yeah, and we're happy to be part of it. That's right. So lastly, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for news and announcements. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.